everybody. Welcome to the Westside Lions Podcast. We are here today to talk about some fun stuff. But first, let's introduce ourselves. I am Ben Miller, the host here at Westside Lions Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Lions Westside. With me, as always, we've got Jake Krieg here. Jake, how are you today? I'm doing all right. How are you, Ben? Man, I'm feeling good, doing good. Uh, fun week is, you know, nice weather up here in Michigan starting out. So it's, you know, actually nice to be outside a little bit, which is very good for our mental health here. So I'm doing pretty good. Um, we do not have our other co-host Austin here this week. He was snowboarding. Um, I think it was last week and he injured himself doing that. So he is not here with us this week. So we wish him well, hope he gets better soon, but the show must go on, as they say, and on it shall go. Today we've got a fun one for all of you listeners today. We are going to talk about, um, actually we're not even going to specifically talk about things, we're going to play a game, um, and the game is called Free Agency or Draft. It's very simple, and the game goes like this, we are going to look at each position on our team and because let's be honest we have holes at every single position on our team we have a lot of work to do um and we're going to talk about whether we think we're going to take a look at each position we're going to say does this position get filled and adjusted in free agency or is it something that we address in the draft and we're going to take our best guesses for what the lions are going to do with that position and we're going to kind of give a little bit of what we think might happen with that position group. Uh, because there are so many positions and it's probably going to take a long time, we are going to split this up into two episodes. This week, we're going to talk about offense. And then our next podcast, we're going to talk about defense. And that's going to be a fun one because there's going to be probably a lot of changes happening for that defense. So definitely want to stick around for that one as well as this one. Got a fun stuff to talk about. Um, I guess, you know, let's just hop right in we're gonna start at the qb position the leader of the team qb um, if you have not heard the news which is very shocking uh stafford is no longer our quarterback <laughs> at the detroit lions we will be getting jared goff from the rams um more discussions i think we need to have about what that position of Jared Goff looks like for future and contract wise, you know, restructuring contract possibilities. Uh, but that's a, that's a later date. Even with Jared Goff as our quarterback, we have a need, whether it is a need for just a backup because our backups are not good at all, or somebody who could maybe come in and, you know, some people are thinking we just have Jared Goff and draft a, a young guy to be our, our leader soon. Um, so I'm going to start with this one. And I think for the specific game, free agency or draft, I think this year specifically, we fill the need of quarterback by going free agency. I don't think we're going to draft a young guy who is our future leader, unless somebody like, um, Zach Wilson falls to us at pick seven or Justin Fields. I could see maybe one of those two um, getting picked up in the draft. However, with the rebuilding that we're doing, I don't see that. I see them 
building a team around, you know, the players that we have. And then once the rest of the team is filled, drop a young guy in there that we can, you know, then be the leader of that good team instead of trying to pick a young guy and build a team around him. Um, so that's what I think they do. One name I'm going to keep on the board as somebody to watch out for is Tyrod Taylor. Um, he has familiarity playing with Anthony Lynn. Um, he's He would come pretty cheap, and I just think that's kind of a, a good fit. He's going to be a decent backup. I mean, Chase Daniels is not good, is not good. and David Blau, you know, he's kind of just our third string guy. Um, and they can possibly cut Chase Daniel and, and make some cap room there. So I probably see that happening. And I think a guy like Tyrod Taylor could come in and be our quarterback number two. So that's what I have as our most likely scenario. But I do have in there the possibility of if a guy like Trey Lance or Justin Fields or Zach Wilson is there at seven, that's a possibility that they do. However, I don't find that very likely. Um, so that's what I think is going to happen with the QB room. Um, and now I'm going to switch it over to running back and I am going to have you do this one. So running back, what do you have for our game? Um, for this NFL offseason, I have the Detroit Lions having, heading over to free agency for the running back position. Um, because of the fact of number one, we have DeAndre Swift and he is our guy at running back. He is the guy at running back and hopefully he stays healthy, but I think we can. We're counting on him staying healthy, and he's the main guy. We have Carryon Johnson too, but I see him more as as um in the um pass game and um pass blocking type of running back. But um in free agency, there's a couple of really good notable names like um James White from New England. He's a good pass catch running back, and I think he would come to us pretty cheaply. And um. There's some other guys too, like possibly Jordan Howard from um my, Miami, and he he used to play for the Chicago Bears, but um he played well in the Chicago Bears, but he had he did not play after well after that for the Eagles and Dolphins, so he could be a good cheap option as a, you know a third string running back, to, uh, merely for the fact of injury. With in him. Life, with him, that's interesting you said that. Um, Deuce Staley is now a running back coach, and he was running back coach over the Eagles, so there might be a little bit of familiarity there. That's that's a yeah. good name to think about. And also, my last name is someone who I've always thought of highly, someone who is, on, in my opinion, one of the most underrated running backs in the NFL, and that's Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde is, a, Carlos Hyde is an interesting running back because his whole career, he's filled in the role of number one when – he was needed, and he did a good job at that. He's had a couple of thousand yard rushing seasons, I think, um, but barely over a thousand yards. But like consistent eight hundred, nine hundred rushing seasons as a starter, and I think he would be good as a duo back with DeAndre Swift. But obviously, DeAndre Swift getting the more of the carries. Mm -hmm. But um, Carlos Hyde has done really well previously in the past as a using in a duo back system where. He doesn't get all the carries, but he gets some of the carries, and I think he would be able to fill that role very well. Yeah, but that's interesting. I like them. Yeah. I don't see him as a long-term option, though, because he's been on a lot of teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, and I think that they probably do like a late round pick on a running back. Yeah. Um, in the draft too, just to kind of see what they can find. I mean, like most teams do that, try to find some guy late in the draft or an undrafted free, uh, you know, undrafted rookie, just to see if maybe they can turn into something. So yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Though. I there's like a, those players. There's some good late round options in the running for the running back in the draft too. One guy I wanted to mention from college is Chuba Hubbard from Oklahoma State. He was projected to be an early first-round pick heading into this college football season, but an injury sadly brought that down a lot. So he's ranked as a third, fourth, fifth rounder now. So if he's available, you know, fourth or fifth round, I think we should really consider him. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So next up, we've got wide receiver. Um, this is a difficult one to, to do right now because we're still waiting to hear whether or not Galladay will be getting the franchise tag. We got when I was listening, yep, yep, um, yeah, I'll talk about that in just a second. So what, when I was okay. listening to the press conference with Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell, I was not convinced that they were thinking about doing the franchise tag with Kenny Galladay. It sounded almost like they are considering franchise tag for Kenny Galladay or Romeo Okwara. They, um, it seemed like they kind of were pretty even with that. And it almost sounded like they were thinking that Galladay was not going to be coming back. However, it's all, you know, that's all conjecture. No, nothing, you know how they are at press conferences. They, they never say anything for sure. Um, but that's close, you know, that's approaching rapidly. Um, so I'm just going to assume that they don't bring him back. Because of the guy that they just picked up, Tyrell Williams, like you just said, he's a big guy. Um, although he has good separation, he's not like the big playmaker like Galladay is. Um, but he's fast. He's a good playmaker. Um, I like it. I think his contract is like four million uh, to start, and then he can get up to six point four million. Mm-hmm. Is I think what I read. So that's I mean that's a pretty good contract. Um, but I think that what they do most likely because I always have, I have all of mine um, split up into most likely and then um, and possibly, but not likely, but this one I have most likely they're going to do both. They're going to hit free agency and draft because I don't think Galladay is coming back. I'm not a hundred percent sure that I guarantee Marvin Jones and Amendola are not coming back. So there's a big hole there. This is the biggest hole on the team in my opinion. Um, so I think most likely what they would do is sign a guy like Josh Reynolds um, as a free agent wide receiver, have him come back and play with Jared Goff again. And I think they draft either like a Jalen Waddle or a Devontae Smith in the first round um, or possibly even a couple guys later. The wide receiver group is, de- is deep in this draft. So I definitely think that they do both free agency and draft. Well, they've already started in free agency. I think they do. I think that they do more in free agency, and I think that they, you know, very much focused on this position in draft as well. So, it's kind of a cop out, but I think that I mean, I think there's no doubt that they go both avenues for this position. Uh, next up, I'm going to go again because Austin was supposed to grab this one, but uh, he is not. Um, so I'm going to go tight end. Um, this one was a little bit tricky because I, I think they're pretty, I think they like what they've got at tight end. Obviously you've got Hawkinson, um, pro bowl tight end. 
you know, he's very good. Not much you're going to need from that. Um, behind him, they have Hunter Bryant that they picked up as an undrafted free agent last year who kind of played pretty well um, when he got the chance after he came back from his injury. So I kind of like both of them. However, I don't see Hunter Bryant as a solid number two tight end. I see him as like a number three tight end. So I think they're probably going to go, and I have this as my most likely for tight end. I think they're going to go free agency to get a cheap blocking tight end. And and even maybe a little higher than on the cheap side. Um, I'm A name kind of I'm thinking of is like a Gerald Everett with uh, the Rams, with Brad Holmes being from the Rams background. Um, I think it's a solid, you know, Hawkinson, Everett, Bryant. I think that's solid um, as our tight end core. I think you're set. Um, the numbers that it's showing right now for him is saying it's like seven mil per year, which, I mean, it's a little high, but maybe with Brad Holmes, he can work that down a little bit, see what's there. Um, but I also have the possibility, and this is a, I think it's a long shot, but it's possible that we draft Kyle Pitts, who... If that's the case, our our tight end room would be Hawkinson, Kyle Pitts, and Bryant. Now, Kyle Pitts is a different type of tight end than TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson is the guy you put up on the line, and he blocks and then does like an out route, or he goes right up the seam. Um, Kyle Pitts is a guy you put out wide, but he's your tight. He's a, he's equivalent to a Rob Gronkowski, where you're lining him outside as a wide receiver. Because it's just matchup craziness. I mean, imagine having, just imagine this, Tyrell Williams. Imagine we franchised Galladay, Kyle Pitts, T.J. Hawkinson. I mean, who is who? No, they can't cover all of those guys. They just can't do it. That would be insane. Um, I doubt very much that the franchise fans. Let this team draft another tight end within the top 10 of the draft. However, I'm just putting it out there. That is a possibility. In the press conference that they were talking about, Dan Campbell talked about how important it is to have those playmaking. I forgot what he called them. I think they were playmaking or playmaker positions. That's what we call them. Playmaker positions, not a tight end. Playmaking position. And... I mean, he was a former tight end coach. He was a former tight end. I, I don't know. It's a possibility. But I don't think it's most likely. But that's what I've got for tight end. And now I'm going to move on. Because you have both offensive tackle and offensive line. So, I mean, inside linemen. So, I'll just let you take it away with the whole line. So, get us started on that. All right. So, um, yeah, like you said, I'm going to do the whole offensive line. But um, for offensive tackle, I'm going to have to look at the draft because the NFL draft is pretty deep with offensive tackles this year, I'd say. There's a lot of big names, um, but I'm specifically going to talk about um, two or three guys here. But I'm going to talk about Panay Sewell because he is someone that we really have to consider because there's a really good chance he will fall to us in the draft. And... He's just a different type of offensive tackle. He can he can play any position in the offensive line, but I'm specifically thinking about um, offensive tackle for him. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, he wants to make the left tackle money, but um, 
Oh wow, but yeah, that's that's difficult because a lot of these guys come into the draft saying they are left tackles because they get paid much more. And we don't need a left tackle. We've got Taylor Decker. We're good with left tackle. We need a right tackle. Um, so that's difficult because all these guys do come in saying that they're left tackles, especially like the higher graded ones because that need is so great, which means that maybe you can find a really great right tackle in later rounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Panay Sewell is someone we, we really have to consider because um, he's not one of those offensive linemen where it's like, oh, he could be good, but could be bad. Um, it, he's he's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can I place my money that he's going to be good. Um, and another name I have is Rashawn Slater from um, Northwestern. Um, he's also a very good pass protector, and I could see him falling late first round, and if we do pick up a late first round pick, we could draft him. It could be a possibility. Yeah, but honestly, I think offensive lineman, offensive line isn't our hugest re- need right now. But it's a need. I mean, we need every almost everything. But well, so I want to I want to talk about this real quick with you and just see what your thoughts are. So another cap casualty on our team, which for those who don't listen or don't have a ton of football knowledge, cap casualty is a player who. If we cut them from our team, we'll free up a lot of free agency cap from our salary cap. So every team's got a salary cap, and we need to make sure we're under it so that way we can spend money on players. We are over it right now. We need to reduce our money. So another player who is a cap casualty is Joe Dahl. Um, So Joe Dahl might be getting cut. And that means that our right tackle, we're not really sure because it sure sounds like the guy that we went out and got last year, Halapuli Vati Vaitai, who is supposed to be right tackle, seems like he's moving to right guard. Um, so, I mean, what, I mean, do you believe that we should, instead of putting him at right guard, put him at right tackle and then worry about a right guard or, or leave him at right guard and get a right tackle? Because Halapuli Vati Vaitai was not very good at right tackle when he was playing last year. I am going to say this because of who I have at offensive guard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say keep him at right tackle and see how it goes. We have whole we have new coaches everywhere. Right. Um, Except so, for our offensive line coach, though. That's the same. Hank Fraley is still there. Yeah, but we have a new head coach and a new offensive that's coordinator. True. So maybe, maybe they can turn him around. You know, let's give him some hope. Maybe. But I have some really good names I like here at guard in the free agency. Because okay. in the NFL draft this year, um, guard isn't um, huge at, at the top of the list. So there, And there's some pretty big names at guard um, in NFL free agency. But these yeah. are some um, long shot names. Um, first, I have Brandon Scherf, um, offensive guard from Washington football team. He, oh, no he way. is a great pass protector. and He's way too expensive. He's really expensive, but if we do sign him... No, I we mean, don't have that money. We don't have the yeah. money to make big free agent, things like that. Like I said, everyone's salary cap right now is so bad that they can't... I mean, especially the Lions who are rebuilding. They're not going to want to pay a big money anything in free agency this year. I think if you're the Lions, you look at this free agency and say... 
who can we get super cheap that can just get us by? I I actually have a good name for that. But first, mm-hmm. I want to mention another big name. Is Joe Thune, um, offensive guard from the New England Patriots. Um, he plays well, and he is predicted by some experts to become the highest paid offensive lineman in the NFL. So, and, and you think he's going to be cheap? <laughs> no, no, he's not my cheap option. I said he's another oh, big name. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. My cheap okay. option here is Forrest Lamp, offensive guard from the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. Um, he gets the job done, and he'd be a cheap option. I think, and I think he could really blossom here in Detroit. Okay. I still want to see. I was really excited about the Logan Stenberg draft pick last year when we picked him up in the draft. I really liked him. So I I would like to see maybe Jonah Jackson get kicked back out to right guard if Logan Stenberg can kind of pick up, you know, the pace of his, you know, development, solidify that left guard spot, which is where he plays. Then Vitae could get kicked outside with Tyrell Crosby being his backup. I mean, I feel like that's pretty solid. I like that, but it's all going to depend on, you know, whether or not people can keep getting better Um, because there's supposed to be a big jump between year one and year two. So we got to see it. Um, Personally, I disagree with your, I mean, offensive line, offensive tackle. Um, Well, offensive tackle, I agree. Offensive lineman. I just think we need to go with draft Um, because offensive linemen get paid so much. We just don't have the money for that. Um, And we can get a cheap guy in the draft late rounds or wherever um, and just hope that he can, cause I feel like you can get those quality players who, cause I, it's so hard to explain so many times in the draft guys who are supposed to be great offensive linemen coming into the draft projected first round, you know, sometimes they don't do good and yeah, like these guys, and, right. And then these guys that nobody thinks of, like. Jonah Jackson that we picked up last year in round three, he's he played like a starter right from day one. I think we can get a guy like that who then we don't have to pay big money and can also continue to grow and, and learn. And then our, our one, our offensive line would be super young. I mean, our oldest guy then would be like Taylor Decker and he's been there not very long. He's one of the veterans on our team now, but he's still not been there very long. Ragnow, and then we've got Jonah Jackson. I mean, we can get some young guys and just solidify that line. But I think if it doesn't work out, then you look at free agency to say, okay, we just need to fill this gap. But yeah, yeah. So that I yeah, I think I agree with that. I think yeah. it's overall a pretty solid. I mean, and the good thing is, like I said, with the salary cap, we have no money, and for a lot of the stuff that we said, I mean, we didn't take up a lot of the salary cap. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably our biggest things with salary cap would, would be tight end. And, and if we do offensive linemen, it would be that, but I don't think we're going to take any offensive linemen. Um, I think we're pretty deep at offensive line and I think we're, we're okay at least for this year. But so our, our biggest things against the cap would be tight end and wide receiver. Um, I think quarterback would come super cheap. So I, I don't know if we can get a little extra wiggle room in our salary cap. I think we fill the holes on offense at least pretty easy. Yeah. 
But we have still not talked about a whole half of a team. Our defense. And our defense is what we're going to talk about next time. So make sure that you are listening to our podcast next time as well. We're going to get into the defensive side of the ball. And it's going to be fun because there's a lot of work to do. I think it's going to be pretty easy to say a lot of them are going to be like both for everything. But yeah. we'll t- we'll talk about what we think they're going to most likely do. And we're also going to talk about the players that we would like. So we're going to get into that next time. As always, make sure to go and follow our podcast on all of our sites. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You know, we're out there. We've got our site on anchor.fm. Make sure you go and check us out. You know, if you haven't, please go share with us our friends. You know, share with all of your friends. Go and give us a review on on Apple Podcasts. We've got 4.5 stars because of you guys. We thank you so much for that. So please leave us a review. Make sure you put that review out there and share it out. And, you know, we would really, really appreciate it. But until next time, go Lions!